Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage, I've reviewed almost 500 indie movies on the channel and here's what I texted Dennis the Bodymeister once the movie was over. Holy a**, was für ein Mörder-Monster. Holy a**, what a murderous monster of a film. And I continued. Fury Road, John Wick 4, Hard Boiled, Captain Miller. Now, admittedly, I was still in kind of a shock and adrenaline rush, but good lord, what an audiovisual spectacle this was. Captain Miller is of course the newest film with Danush, an actor that I really love. It's a Tamil language period action adventure drama, the third film directed and co-written by Arun Mateswaran. It is set sometime in the 1930s or 40s in pre-independence India, around a small village and a local temple somewhere in Tamil Nadu I assume. We have caste issues, villagers who aren't allowed to enter the temple, we have the king and the prince who despise the villagers, and above all of them, the British, who think everything belongs to them naturally. Danush plays Esa, one of the villagers who becomes a British soldier, because there's oppression either way and at least that's some kind of place in this world and there aren't that many options. But he doesn't stay a British soldier for long, as one of their very first assignments is brutally putting a stop to a protest of pro-independence activists. And with brutally, I mean being ordered to shoot and kill every single one, even women and children. Captain Miller is an angry, loud, not subtle, but super direct film, but it has the style, it has the images, the music, the performances to back that up. Not just in scenes like that one, but especially in scenes like that one, the film crosses over into a heightened, almost graphic novel-like, dark comic style. Very expressionistic, very powerful. When Indian movies like this one hit, they really hit hard. And when you watch them on the big screen with the sound amped up to the max, it's a great experience. And while I had some minor issues with the film and I don't think everything works, I nonetheless have to say that the majority really worked for me and 2024 has really started with a bang. After that traumatizing incident with the army, Esa, now also known as Captain Miller, takes matters into his own hands. He becomes a duckweed and killer of the British. Arun Mateswaran is a filmmaker who is very much into these stories full of revenge and violence and you can sense a lot of influences in his work. The way he tells his stories, how he divides them into chapters, how he jumps back and forth between different places in time, how he focuses on characters that certainly aren't any shiny good guys but more like anti-heroes, and how he celebrates violence. There's certainly a strong kinship to filmmakers like Quentin Tarantino. And with the rural setting and Dakuit stuff, I also felt very much reminded of old westerns, especially more brutal, gritty and stylish Italian westerns, which is also most certainly enhanced by the absolutely fantastic music by G.V. Prakash Kumar, which at times has an Ennio Morricone touch to it. Captain Miller has so much style, so much action and energy. It was almost impossible to remain still. Either I was slightly moving to the beat of the music or I was at the edge of my seat because it was so intense. Or sometimes both at the same time. At times it can be a little bit disorienting with fast cuts and shaky camera movements, but overall it's still damn impressive. And for every shaky one, we also get so many absolutely beautiful, mesmerizing shots here. And combined with that adrenaline pumping music, it was such a great spectacle. 
When it comes to story and characters, it's decent, but nothing too special. I felt this is more about the overall themes and ideas and the power or empowerment. This is a power fantasy in which the oppressed are fighting back. It's more carried by the visuals, by the montages, than by a clever, sophisticated storyline. And I think that's totally fine. Emotionally, I wasn't as involved as in for example Karnan a few years ago, but the intensity, craftsmanship, the presentation and the moments in which you just think, what the fuck, make up for that. The way the images and sound and music blend together, there are so many amazing sequences in this one. Like the first one, in which these tribals are dancing, shaking their bodies to the rhythm of the music and it's intercut with the story or mythos of Captain Miller. How he is teased by showing these wanted posters again and again and how Danush then enters the frame. How he decimates the British, all to the pumping score by G.V. Prakash Kumar. It's pretty overwhelming. Or when we later jump back in time and witness how he enters the army. There's this music piece holding together that whole segment that's just so catchy and in a way fun that I honestly hoped it would never stop. Most characters aren't really that deep, but they represent something. And I liked how pretty much all characters are coming back into the movie at some point. Like I said earlier, it's a very direct movie. Just take the character played by John Cocken for example. He's the very definition of a sadistic villain whose only joy seems to be to see the villagers being put in their place. It's very comical, but it works. Thankfully, the western actors are also doing a good job. So many times in Indian movies they are beyond bad, but Edward Sonnenblick, who was also in RRR, is doing a good job here. Again, it's no restrained, naturalistic vibe that you get from this movie, quite the opposite. And the payoff for all of that, the cathartic moments, work too. And when later in the movie Esa decides that the safest place for the villagers is that temple, I almost wanted to applaud because it was such a cathartic, empowering moment when those artificial, man-made boundaries are put to an end and the oppressed rise and triumph over the oppressors. And Danusha's character is also this almost mythical figure at times. And he himself announces himself as the devil to the British. The character gets these big elevating mass moments, but there's also more to him. He kind of personifies the movie's rage, its anger, its rebellion. And Danush, as always, is just great. And with him, I'm fine that he just mows down British, because he isn't merely some cool badass, but actually a really broken human being. In a similar way to Rajamuli's RRR, but much darker, this really shines as an awesome action power fantasy. And when the music and especially the songs hit, the movie really roars. And towards the end, there are so many ass-kicking and crowd-pleasing moments when several characters team up. There's also this one very young guy who's super pumped and wears these sunglasses. I enjoyed him so much, especially because it felt so anachronistic, not really fitting to that time period at all, and somehow that gives it even more power. And in general, sure it's set almost a hundred years ago, but these issues and themes are obviously very universal and still relevant. And in that lies a lot of strength of course. One of my absolute favorite little moments for example is just how happy that one old villager looks when he's finally doing something that he wasn't allowed to all these years before. It honestly gave me goosebumps. At the very end Arun Mateswaran puts this little sequel tease that honestly didn't carry much weight for me. 
But whatever, as a whole, Captain Miller delivered big time. So in German I'd say, 2024 beginnt mit einem Knall. Captain Miller ist ein richtiges Brett von einem Film. Kraftvoll, stylisch, grandiose Musik und Kameraarbeit, brachiales Tamil Actionkino. I give Captain Miller 8 out of 10. It's more like 8.1, but I don't do that. Alright, that's it like always. Comment below and let me know what you think about Captain Miller. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell.